Hello, naked peeps. I know it's been a long time since you've heard from me. This is the Naked Nerd, and you are speaking with the Naked Nerd themselves. So, how are we doing, everyone? How are we doing? I know it's been a very long time, uh, quite a few months actually, and uh, things have been happening. Things for the better. Um, for those of you who have been following me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, or haven't been, rather, I recently got engaged. Yes, I popped the question, and he said yes, everyone. So, uh, for those who have been following, uh, thank you so much for your well wishes. Uh, but boy, I was terrified. And by terrified, I mean nervous. So, planning the whole engagement, the proposal, it was just, uh... So for those of you uh, following, um, I bought my now fiancé a ring, a very special ring that contains a bit of meteorite and a dinosaur bone. And this particular ring itself, for me, holds a bit of sentimentality and a bit of something that I felt really described him and his interests. He likes dinosaurs and his favorite color is orange. And the actual ring itself sparkles orange. But once I bought the ring and uh, was delivered, I looked at it more than a hundred times thinking, you know what? I just got to do it. I got to propose to him. I got to do it because that ring itself just uh, screamed to me that I needed to uh, basically pop the question. Um, but it all went very well, but I was definitely nervous because I wanted everything to go well. Uh, and besides the little draft of wind that was there, uh, everything went very well. Um, I uh, am really happy to have a fiancé. And it's actually still daunting to me to be able to say fiancé. Because if you asked me, uh, I would say 20 years ago, that this kind of thing would happen to me, I would have laughed at people's faces because... I could not have imagined being this happy, and yeah, uh, it's such an overwhelming ex experience to actually do it, um, but I'm glad I did it, I'm glad I did it, because uh, it cemented my love for my beautiful fiancé, uh, and yeah, I just feel really connected to him now. So... What else has been happening? So, I have taken a bit of a break from podcasting. Uh, I know the last episode was quite a while ago. And, yeah, a lot has happened since then. So, um, for those of you who have been following me along, I've uh, recently been diagnosed as being on the spectrum. 
Um, so that has really, I wouldn't say fixed things, but it has explained, uh, quite a lot of my behavior and it's also helped me to put things into perspective, but it's also helped me to, uh, look forward in terms of what I need to do to kind of, uh, not, uh, cure it because there is no cure for autism. Uh, but manage it, manage my behavior, manage my well-being, and basically manage uh, my triggers a little bit more. I've also been put on some really great medication for me, uh, Zoloft. So, um, that has actually helped me in, uh, at least for the most part, being able to feel a bit more calm. And it's also allowed me to sleep a little bit better. Um, I'm still, I still have my days though. I still have my days where sometimes I, I just, I, I just need uh, to kind of unwind. And unfortunately taking time off the podcast has actually helped me in doing that. To help me unwind a little bit more. To spend more time actually living my life instead of just talking about living. Um, which for me, I feel has been a really important part of my overall journey of uh, really invigorating myself and trying to understand my own mental health. But for a lot of people, this is not as easy because being able to at least get someone to say, hey, I'm not doing too well. I think I am depressed or I think I am going through something. Uh, There's not a lot of help out there, even though we keep getting told that there is help available. It's not enough. Um, For instance, uh, I was recently speaking to a friend of mine and uh, they wanted to be assessed for ADHD. So that's Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder. Um, And for them, it took a while because being able to be diagnosed um, with ADHD as an adult, it does take time and does take money as well. And for a lot of people... Money is a big deal, particularly when it comes to choosing between being able to afford bills or being able to go to a doctor. But it did take them quite a while for them to actually get that diagnosis because some places were charging between uh, $400 to $1,000. Other places were charging between two to 3000 One place was even charging around $5,000, which I don't think that's particularly right. Um, for some people, that is, that is indeed a lot of money. And that shouldn't be a thing. Um, the other day, I was actually uh, reading about uh, healthcare around the world, and there's places where it's very minimal cost, um, while other places, like in the US, uh to actually get anything done, it can cost between 
100 to $200 per month for medication, and for certain surgeries can be in the tens or thousands of dollars. Uh, even just to uh, get an ambulance is quite difficult. Um, but why am I talking about healthcare in relation to being a naturist? Because I think, in my opinion, naturism has helped me in dealing with my own mental health. Uh, not uh, in large doses, but it has helped me to kind of ground me and feel better about myself. Because at the end of the day, that's what naturism is about. It's about being able to embrace ourselves uh, and to embrace ourselves without the attachment of clothing and accepting that everyone has a different body and different shapes and different sizes, different colours. Um, but for me, naturism has been part of my own medication, being able to uh, relax, being able to feel at ease with myself. Uh, for a lot of people, that's not uh, necessarily possible because of certain circumstances. Uh, they could be living at home, they might be a carer, they might have certain other mental health issues that don't allow them to be able to express themselves. But in my opinion, I feel that for me, naturism has been a great tool and a remedy to help in my own mental health. And I know I keep talking about mental health quite a bit, but because I am such an advocate and because of my own particular experience, I feel that it's perhaps uh, one of the great remedies that people should try, at least to uh, reduce the amount of stress that they have with themselves. Um, Obviously, that goes without saying that uh, in order to uh, really delve into your own mental health, always seek help. So, uh, as a general word, uh, if you do have any issues with your own mental health, please seek professional advice. Please uh, talk to your GP. And uh, also, if uh, depending on where you are around the world, please seek uh, medical advice and Call your local uh, mental health hotlines. Now, moving forward, recently I've had to actually take a bit of a break from Twitter. Um, not because of my followers. My followers have been actually really awesome. But there's been a bit of a surge lately of issues regarding representation. Um, because... Lately, I've seen posts where uh, there seems to be this discouragement of nudity. Uh, it's become more taboo than anything else. Um, alongside uh, queer people and drag queens and anything that seems to be different. But let's talk about uh, nudity first because... Uh, about, I'm going to say about three weeks ago, I was reading a post about uh, the show, I think it's called Educating, or Education, or Naked Education, that's what it was called, Naked Education, and uh, there was about three or four posts uh, from 
uh, people that was saying something along the lines of why are we teaching kids about uh, naked bodies and something in lines of please think of the children it's probably going to scar them um, and it really got me uh, a little bit peeved because one of the things that I really dislike is when someone uses the phrase please think of the children but children in themselves don't really have anything to worry about or or parents for that matter um so this show that i was actually having i actually had to have a look at this and i found an episode on youtube thank goodness and it actually talked really well about the development of the human body and it's something that i wish was shown uh when i was uh these kids ages today because um, it really delved into really important discussion about how different bodies are. But the comments that seem to be coming around uh, were from people who I would say were very conservative, like extremely conservative, saying uh, we shouldn't be uh, exposing our children to such filth. Um, I think that was one of the comments that really got me. And to be honest, I, I was just taken back a little bit by that comment. Because honestly, if your children are, are really going to be like, Oh no, good heavens, it's a different naked body, that's not mine. Uh then uh, I think that says something about how you're raising kids and how your understanding of the human body and biology works. But some of the, the conversation around, uh, particularly the different shapes that were presented in that show, were really disgusting and, quite frankly, uh, very uh, racist, very uh, ignorant and... Um, quite, uh, I would say, discouraging. Because I feel that it's important for children to understand what bodies are, are going through and, and the different types of bodies that are out there. Because, one, not everyone is going to have that same physique that keeps being plastered around. Uh, that uh, perfect, and I use that in quotation marks, per, like perfect body with abs and uh, muscles or uh, fit. Not everyone is going to look like that. But uh, this show uh, that I'm talking about actually delves into that quite a bit because let's face it, kids today are being provided with a lot of information and not necessarily from school. Um, the internet, whether you like it or not, is easily accessible. So, there's no getting around uh, children being, uh, for lack of a term, uh, exposed, but not in the way that uh, it's being used. Being able to see uh, this type of information. But for the most part, children do get exposed to the wrong idea of what body should look like. So, I don't understand what the problem with the show is. Or was. Um, I just... I don't understand the uh, logic and thinking behind people who... 
who watch the show and see the ultimate uh, disgust when in reality it's actually very beautiful and really telling of what uh, kids should expect in bodies. Not necessarily uh, uh, be afraid, but also to uh, just be aware of what bodies look like. I personally believe that shows like this are beneficial, particularly when we still have issues of body image and body positivity still uh, really being, and I would say enforced, really enforced into these kids' minds that a certain body has to look like this and a certain body has to look like that. Um, but in reality, bodies change and there's things that are out of our control. Uh, so shows like this should be available, particularly to kids. Now, I would say that uh, shows like this are beneficial, but for the parents who have been commenting, particularly those who have been quite um, upfront with their own issues, and a lot of these issues tend to uh, be, I would say, inherent based on how they were raised. But a lot of the comments that did come about also tended to uh, be transferred. <laughs> and I can't even believe I'm going to have to talk about this uh, because uh, the one of the other issues that came about was about the statue of David and how that's obscene. But it's the statue of David. The statue of David, which... Apparently, conservatives are like, oh no, we can't have this foot either. It's a classic Da Vinci. It's a classic Da Vinci statue. What is wrong with these people? Um, they kept saying the things about, oh, how it's filth, how it's obscene, and that children can't be exposed. Again, they use this word, exposed. Uh, and really... Are you actually going to really use that word? Because realistically, it's art. It's Michelangelo's David. It's not obscene. It's just something that has been there for hundreds of years. But really, it just got me to kind of take a bit of a break from Twitter. Because I just... I, I couldn't even look on the Twitter feed uh, for a while without having someone, uh, not necessarily my followers, but without having some uh, uh, story about how people are just really uh, appalled about the human body. And I just, I needed to kind of get away from that. Um, but that's kind of changed in the last week or so, because I've been seeing a lot of really great stories, a lot of great people just like sharing how uh, in touch they are with their own bodies and naturism, um, which has kind of helped in that balance. But I, I really did need to take a bit of a break there for a while because it was just it was just getting out of control. Um, 
the other thing that that kind of uh, made me want to take a bit of a break from social media and watching news was it's consistent and unfortunately this affects me because I identify as queer is the consistent attacks on people who identify as trans, trans women, trans men. Um, and for those of you asking me what does this have to do with naturism, it does have a lot to do with naturism because being able to feel great about our own bodies should be uh, universal. Um, but in a lot of areas, particularly in the US, trans people are being attacked. And more importantly, trans kids. Now, I really, really get mad when people, particularly conservatives, use a lot of rhetoric, particularly words like grooming or... Uh, what's the other word? Exposing. Those two words seem to be used uh, interchangeably when talking about anything uh, queer, uh, gay, bi, lesbian, trans, intersex. Like, anything to do with uh, something that is not heterosexual tends to be attacked and use those two particular words, grooming and exposing. Um... A lot of new laws have come to pass, particularly in places like Florida and I believe uh, Texas as well, where uh, trans people have been told to use certain bathrooms uh, based on the gender that they were assigned at birth. And uh, it's also uh, come to a head... Actually, it's also, well, it's also come to my attention that uh, other states have been banning trans kids from receiving uh, gender-affirming care. Um, it's also preventing other people from receiving gender-affirming care as well. And I don't necessarily buy that it's in the protection of kids. I think it's for the protection of uh quote-unquote, traditional values. Uh, and it's those particular values that are really uh, teetering along the lines of, uh, I would say, fascism. It's really teetering along that line. Um, and it, it has been getting to me, unfortunately, because... Trans people should be allowed to uh, express their own gender identity um, in any any way they see fit. Um, and then it started to uh, trickle down to drag queens. And again, the thoughts uh, behind uh, the, the attack on drag queens... Uh, and particularly in the US, I might add, has been because, uh, quote, uh, kids are being exposed to drag queens and uh, we don't want our kids to be groomed or exposed to uh, that sort of activity. 
Um, the activities that... Uh, <laughs> I, I have to laugh at this because it's the only way I can get through talking about this. Um, has been the use of drag queens in uh, telling kids, or rather reading to kids, for story time in libraries. But somehow that is grooming kids. Now, having someone say that, oh, a lot of people say that, that offends me deeply because, one, I've known people who have been groomed, and I do apologise for using that particular term, particularly for those who are triggered by that word, but in this context, I do need to talk about this because uh, drag queens are not grooming people. There are actual people who do that. But that's kind of like saying, um, let's ban sugar because everyone has a chance of getting diabetes. That doesn't work. It doesn't work because, first of all, you're basically not addressing the actual issue. And secondly, it just shows that your homophobia, your queerphobia, your transphobia, and whatever phobia that is in relation to that is shown. And a lack of understanding and a lack of education on uh, these conservatives' parts. Um, I definitely don't understand why this has trickled down to such a, a large thing. When realistically, there shouldn't be an issue. Um, and lately, I've had to really kind of stay away from the news for my own mental health. Um, because of all the stuff that's been happening. Um, but, in saying this, I hope that everyone has been able to at least feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel safe, then please find a safe space for you. Uh, this podcast will always be a safe space for queer people, trans people, gay, lesbian, uh, non-binary, asexual, um, uh, intersex, everyone on the rainbow will have a safe space here. Everyone who does not necessarily fit into a sculpted body is safe here. Everyone of every age is safe here. Everyone of every religion is safe here. Everyone, um, who just needs to listen to someone to say that they're okay, that they are fine, or uh, needs something to kind of hold on to. This is your space as well. Um, and in saying this, I am a member and I'm an ally to the community. Um, speaking of communities though, um, I've recently seen the Australian uh, Nature's Federation community starting to uh, blossom a little bit more. They have a new website. Uh, uh, Mick, president of the ANF, has been releasing more Grin and Barrett's. Unfortunately, uh, the YouTube account that the ANF had with the Grin and Barrett uh, was uh, taken down. So all their episodes are now available on their website. Um, but, uh, I would definitely recommend watching these episodes. 
um, and going to their new website. Um, I would also heavily recommend uh, everyone giving a big shout out to all the clubs in uh, uh, in Australia, um, particularly uh, those that I visited, including uh, uh, Roscoe, as well as the AZT News Club. Also, like to give a big shout out to all the people who are in the Young Naturists of Australia group. I'd also like to give a big shout out to everyone who goes to Cobblers every weekend because, uh, quite frankly, uh, I wish I was there uh, every weekend. I'd also like to give a big shout out to all the naturists who follow me on Twitter, who follow me on, on Instagram, and those who have been sending messages um, of well wishes and of thoughts. Um, I am going to try and make these episodes regular, but because of how life is, uh, because I do get quite busy from time to time, um, I may not necessarily be available all the time. But, uh, watch this space, everyone. Watch this space, naked peeps, because uh, the show is still going to be going on. Um, and I hope that you find your safe space here. Um, I also do want to get back into naturism um, outside, but I am taking it slow because I am just trying to take my mental health one step at a time. And I'm also trying to help my fiancé in doing so as well. But until I see you or until you hear from me, this has been The Naked Nerd. Uh, it is okay for your body to look like this and live nude and be yourself. This has been The Naked Nerd, signing off. Mm-hmm.